Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode. And we have a poem submission this week. I'm grateful for Sierra X. And Sierra's poem is entitled, Love and Abuse. I know that you are hurt, but you can't bleed on me anymore. I won't let you hurt me. I didn't know my worth before. I didn't feel loved or cared for. I didn't know it was abuse. You never said, I love you. I know you're hurt. That's no excuse. I made a prayer and my healing began. Like a kitten, I was playful and unaware. But I was curious and I began to see that the life I was living wasn't fair. Curiosity killed the cat, overwhelmed and scared. I became a timid butterfly. I opened my mouth when I dared. You called me emotional, fat, and dumb. Don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about. You told me it was all my fault. I couldn't see that I needed to get out. You told me you were perfect, that I was the one that needed help. You were right. I went and got it, and then I saved myself. Like a lioness, I roared, protect my cubs and survive. But in this state, I am not safe. The anger could no longer stay inside. I gave you all my chances more than you deserved. You chose to stay anxious in denial. Now justice is served. You won't have me by your side, so badly wanting you to heal. I know it's painful, but I know you learn how to feel. I hope you learn how to feel. It took nine years with you for me to see. You took me away. You wouldn't let me be. My hobbies, friends, and family gone. Now it's time to come home to me. I thought you were my first love. I was just scared of being alone. You weren't my first love. I am. Since learning that, I've grown. I can't make you heal your wounds, but I can choose to say goodbye. It wasn't easy letting go. But now it's time to fly. Yes, Sierra, thank you so much for sharing your poem and that story of realization and awareness of the abusiveness of the relationship and the need to fly. Well, we have talked in other episodes about abusive relationships and escaping from them and healing from them. 
but we want to talk on today about signs of a healthy relationship, signs that we can move forward, that it is emotionally and physically safe, uh, that this relationship is good ground, that it is a ground in which we can grow and in which we can flourish. So some people have talked about these as green lights or green flags instead of only thinking about the red flags or the warning signs. So I invite you to consider now times in your life when you either had a healthy relationship or when you witnessed healthy relationships. So you may have seen that among your family or friends. It may have been when you were growing up, or it may be just recently. Perhaps you have had your own experiences in a healthy relationship. And even if you have not, what are the ones that you have respected or admired or believed look to be healthy from the outside? So then if you thought they were healthy, what were the things that you noticed? What were the things that stood out to you? What were the qualities that a person had that you encountered, dated, or were in relationship with that made you feel like this is a place where I can breathe and grow and flourish? So I want to share with you some of the indicators of healthy relationships, and there are many researchers in this area of marriage and family therapy, as well as healthy relationship, intimacy, and sexuality. So one of the pieces you want to think about is, is this someone who is empathetic, compassionate, caring? And are you empathetic, compassionate, and caring? When we are talking about the health of a relationship, it is not only how we feel about each other, but those feelings should then guide the ways in which we communicate, the ways in which we show up for each other that allow us to operate from a place of kindness and compassion. So if the person is uncaring toward you, or you really don't care about the person, the relationship is not going to be healthy. So empathy, care, and compassion are very important. Another healthy sign is open communication. So when you are in a relationship in which you can be your authentic self, that you can express yourself, your feelings and your thoughts, and the other person is also safe and comfortable and at ease to be able to communicate with you. This will foster a healthy sense in the relationship and allow you to grow together. Along with empathy and open communication, we also want to think about being self-reflective or self-aware. When people do not know themselves, it will be difficult for them, one, to be aware of what they want in a relationship, and it also will be difficult for them to take responsibility for their share of the issues, problems, or difficulties. So in the poem, we heard about this idea of 
one person believing they were perfect and believing everything was someone else's fault. So when I am reflective, I'm able to take note of if there are ways that I am contributing to the problem and also things that I can do that can create a healthier sense of connection in the relationship. So you want to ask yourself, are you self-aware of your strengths and the things that you need to work on as an individual and also as someone in a relationship? And then the person who you are getting to know or dating, are they exhibiting, are they demonstrating an awareness about themselves? Are they tuned into the truth about who they are? and what their life experience has been, how that has shaped them, and ways in which they may still need to heal and to grow. Along those lines, it's important in a healthy relationship that people are working on their growth and their enhancement. So we are constantly uh, tuned into the fact that we want to be open, teachable, able to expand, able to grow in our intimacy, able to grow in the ways in which we show up in the relationship. It will be challenging if one person is committed to staying in their current condition and not willing to grow and to change and so does not see any need to work on themselves in any particular way. But when you have people in a relationship that are not only self-aware, but are investing time and energy in being their best selves, both for themselves and then also for the relationship, then we have a green light that this is a positive state and it indicates that this relationship has the possibility and the capacity to be sustainable, to last. We also want to think about in relationships the importance of honoring boundaries. What are the ways in which we respect each other and respect each other's needs, requests, uh, parameters, limitations? If a person says that they really need to get some rest, is that respected or honored? If someone says in the midst of an argument that they need a timeout, they need to take pause to collect themselves, will we honor that? If when people come home from a long day of work or they have been engaging in some way that is stressful and they indicate that they need some quiet time, are we able to honor those requests for boundaries, whether emotionally or physically. So it is a beautiful sign when you share with someone a boundary that you have, something that you need, something you are not ready to do or to speak about, but letting them know that you need to collect yourself, to gather yourself in some particular way, and they're able to respect that honor that and appreciate that. This is a green light. It is a positive sign for the health and well-being, not only of the individuals, but also of the relationships. 
in a relationship for many people, another green light or positive sign is a sense of spirituality that each person and the, the form that that takes may be different for each person, but a sense of uh, the sacred, that there is life beyond them as an individual, some commitment and appreciation to that which is larger than ourselves. And so engaging in those spiritual practices can be nourishing both as an individual, because then we have the capacity to show up for each other in new ways, but also when possible, if we engage in these spiritual practices together or are like-minded, those can be a foundational piece that helps us to bond, to connect, to have a sense of accountability and integrity as it relates to our shared values. So you want to have some conversation about uh, your sense of the sacred and about uh, your spirituality, whether that is uh, beliefs and or practices. It is also important and a healthy sign when people are able to have some level of vulnerability with each other that they do not have to always perform or pretend. Uh, They don't have to know everything. They don't have to pretend to always have it together. Uh, They don't have to pretend to be happy when they are not. They don't have to pretend to be confident when they're feeling some insecurity or worry. In a healthy relationship, we can have that honesty even when it comes to showing our vulnerability, our weaknesses, our limitations, our areas of uh, growth, our challenges, and even is this a space and a place where I can talk about uh, my failures, my shortcomings, the ways in which I may be disappointed in myself. So in a healthy relationship, we don't have to engage in public relations. Uh, We don't have to perform. We can have a sense of openness uh, where truth-telling is welcomed and is appreciated. It can be another good sign uh, in our relationships when the persons in the relationships have had healthy friendships or some healthy family connections because some of the same qualities that allow us to sustain friendships or family connections over years, uh, many of those same qualities will serve us in a romantic relationship. So it doesn't mean that this person or that you have to get along without flaw with everyone, but are there some people in your life where you have been able to maintain or sustain friendship with over time. This can be uh, an important quality and an indication of a number of skills. So when you sustain friendships or family relationships over time, it means that there's been some communication, there's been some conflict resolution, there has been uh, some grace Uh, given for our imperfections as human beings. And so that's an important question to ask 
and also to reflect on and share as it relates to ourselves. It is also important as we think about our healthy relationships to think of self-responsibility. Sometimes people are perpetually blaming other people if uh, it's always their ex's fault, it's always their supervisor's fault, it's always somebody else, but never any insight or self-awareness about the times when they got it wrong, the times when they fell short, the times when they messed up. When you don't hear any insight about that, uh, that's a concern. But it's a green light when someone is able to say, you know, well, I know on this interview that I responded in this way and that didn't really work out. I kind of have learned from that experience or in this dynamic with my sibling or parents or former dating partner, I recognize that the way I handled that was not healthy or was not good or was not constructive. And I have learned from that. And now I know whatever it is that lesson is that I've learned. So it's a beautiful green light, an indicator of a sense of healthiness when people can take uh, some responsibility and some accountability. It also is a green light when people are able to uh, disagree without being disrespectful. So without dishonoring each other, uh, without um, the violence, uh, without verbal aggression, can express uh, their feelings or thoughts even when there is tension there and disagreement. And so when you can have those difficult conversations and during it and after it still feel a sense of respect from the other person and a care and concern for you and for the relationship, this is a good sign, a healthy sign that it is not the type of dynamic where the person is going to shut down or shut you out or judge you harshly without really hearing and appreciating what it is you're sharing, even if they have a different perspective. So the ways in which the you, you both uh, handle conflict and disagreement can be an important indicator that this is a healthy relationship. Another quality to look for is appreciation, not taking each other for granted. So when we both verbally express appreciation and also demonstrate it in our actions, it allows people to feel a sense of connection and honoring and a level of respect. Another indication is when people foster a sense of safety, that in this person's presence, you don't feel threatened, you do not fear fearful, you do not feel uh, worried about the safety of yourself or of your children or of your belongings, that you feel this person is going to be intentional as it relates to you, that they are not seeking to harm you, whether from a malicious place or they are not so out of control that they are going to do harmful things and then 
apologize, but have still created great harm. So feeling emotionally and physically safe, and for some, you may even add a sense of spiritual safety uh, in the presence of another, is a nourishing aspect of a relationship. So we want to be uh, thoughtful about when was the last time you felt safe in someone's presence and what were the things they said or did that created that sense of safety. And then you also want to wonder, do I create a sense of safety uh, in the presence of those that I care about or have I equated uh, love with fear, have I equated respect with fear? And so if I am operating in a relationship where there is breathing room, growing room, there is the possibility of us being at ease in each other's presence, these are green lights, green flags, indicators that there can be a healthy growth in this relationship. We also want to think about balance and interest so that the persons in the relationship both demonstrate an investment in the relationship, that they are both trying to work things out, whether that is putting time uh, in for communication, for working through conflict, or just enjoying each other's company, time, energy, and effort, all of those things give people a sense of security in the relationship that this is someone who is invested, who cares, who is willing to put forth effort for this relationship to blossom and to grow. Another way of thinking about balance is a sense of independence in addition to the interdependence, right? So that people may have their hobbies or their friendship or their work or their interest that are in addition to the relationship. And when we have those things for ourselves, we won't be so threatened or controlling or bothered when the other person in the relationship is engaging in those independent activities, right? So if you love to work out and the other person isn't big into working out, but they like to be involved in um, kind of community volunteerism, then because you have these outside interests, it will not be an issue or a problem, or it should not be an issue or a problem when the other person is engaging in activities that nourish them, that feed them, that connect with who they are authentically in addition to them being in a relationship, right? They are a full being. And so when there is not only space for, but actually an encouragement of the persons in the relationship to pursue their interest. Uh, that may mean someone wants to go back to school or someone is working on a creative project and that doesn't get seen as a threat to the relationship or it's not seen as insulting 
but instead it is something that is celebrated and that can allow the relationship to grow. Another green light or positive sign is affection. So I mentioned appreciation. Affection, whether verbal and or physical, can be a great indicator of not only care, but being thoughtful and mindful to express that care, right? Because sometimes when we start to take people for granted, we'll say, well, they should know I care. I shouldn't have to say it or show it. And so when we want people to really feel nourished in a relationship, then we are thoughtful about uh, the ways in which we express our affection. So that may be with words of affirmation, that may be with uh, special gifts or small gifts, that may be with physical touch and intimacy. These are indicators of care and connection and perhaps even passion for each other, right? Of keeping uh, that spark alive and really feeling drawn to each other and letting the other person experience the fact that you find them attractive and that they are attracted to you as well. And so when we do that, it is really watering uh, the relationship so that it can continue to grow and the connection uh, can continue to blossom. We also want to uh, think about the importance of fun, right? That in a relationship, especially when it's long-term, sometimes people are so focused on the obligations and the duties and the bills uh, that they can lose sight of having fun with each other. But when you see a couple that is enjoying each other's company, each other's presence, and it doesn't have to be some big grand thing, right? Of course, some grand things are nice, like if sometimes you go on a vacation or do something very special, but also in the little moments, if it's just the two of you sitting in the house, can you have fun together? right? That when you call them or text them, is it always about what needs to be done? Or is there any fun and playfulness in it? And so when you can play together, laugh together, still have fun together, this is a great sign uh, for the healthiness of the relationship. It is really also important that there is a sense of respect for the person and for their dreams, right? So when I respect you and your dreams, then I'm going to be uh, an encourager, uh, an advocate, a cheerleader, a supporter, uh, the wind beneath the wings. And let me say uh, that shouldn't be one-sided, but on both sides, right, that there is uh, respect uh, that is uh, expressed not only for the person, but for the things that are important to that person, whether that is their work or their school or their parenting, whatever are the priorities of that person, that those priorities are respected and appreciated. So we want to consider all of these factors as we 
want to build and cultivate and create healthy relationships. We also want to really think about the value of sharing responsibilities. So I mentioned that there should be room for fun. And at the same time, some people are all about the fun and are not reliable or dependable for the responsibilities of life. And so when there is fun, but no follow through, that creates a very stressful relationship. So for a healthy relationship, we want to be thoughtful and mindful about what are the things that need to be done and are we working together to support each other as we are choosing to do life with one another. I'm excited about your love, your connection, your relationships, whether in the present or in your future. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. to fun.